1: Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. I'm Abel.
2: And I am Rosie.
1: And this week I am going to be very transparent with you guys. Really? This week I had an issue and uh, I guess I'm just going to come out there and say it. Um, Have you guys ever ever wondered, like, damn, like, I think my significant other doesn't love me as much as they love this person
2: dude yes
1: you know whether if that can be their family you know somebody in their family their mother their brother their their sister their dad or that could be their best friend or something like that and this week is one of those weeks for me where i'm just like damn dude i like i feel like i'm losing my spot you know no i feel way. like <laughs> i feel like i'm i'm not going to be number 1 anymore and it's not for a bad reason It's just like you just all of a sudden feel challenged or insecure and stuff like that. And it's not what you guys think. Well, I mean. I'm not cheating. No, you're not cheating. If you were, you'd be cut up by now. Just let you guys know if Rosie ever cheats, she will see. She will think of me every day for the rest of her life because I won't kill her. But I will definitely mark her up so that every time she looks in the mirror, she can think of me.
2: I'm, I'm, yeah. that is not a deterrent to me. It just it doesn't deter me from cheating. No, I know. My love for I'd... the Lord and my love for you okay. makes me only want you. Okay. Just All so right. you know. Wonderful. Like I'm not scared.
1: That's great. I mean, just right. but just keep that in mind. But you'll, I don't believe you'll I do it. Oh no. Oh, no I, you I will. You are. What could I do? You'll Maybe cry. three years? What? Three years?
2: I'm not even Honestly. talking about you going to jail. I'm talking about you love me too much to hurt me like no, that. You no. You wouldn't. I, no, I'd get away with it.
1: No, I black out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, I mean, as you, as you guys have seen, as you guys have known, and it's something very beautiful and something awesome is that Rosie has uh, regained a family member.
2: Yes. You know,
1: in a sense, uh, Lupe's been around a lot and... Uh, Lupe's, uh, I am
2: ecstatic, I am yeah. happy, I am a little girl again.
1: And it's beautiful, exactly. You are a little girl again. And you regained your brother. And what you guys may not, may or may not know is that Rosie was extremely close with uh, Lupe when they were growing up.
2: Yes, yes, you <clears> guys saw he... on Mariposa de Barrio, which is nominated yeah. for an Emmy. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, you guys probably read in my book. And, um, you know, yes, Lupe was like a, a dad for me at one point. I mean, the first time yeah. I had sex, I told Lupe... He was the first person I told. I was, I was a kid and, and, and I can't believe I told him like deep, deep, deep secrets. Yeah.
0: So, So, I
1: mean, just to give you guys an idea of, uh, of what this relationship was when, uh, when Lupe was, what made it big, he got... When
2: Lupe became Lupillo. Yeah. Lupillo. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So um, when he made it big, he came home one day and had this little necklace, this little one of those little locket keychain chain necklaces. Right now? All right. Oh so God. he walked in like Tony Montana in Scarface. It. I still have and it. And gave it to his little sister. Yep. Wasn't her name Rosita? or What was her name? I
2: don't remember the little I don't remember girl's her, name. I don't
1: remember her name. But he walked in and gave her a little locket. Why are
2: you being and a And was hater? all
1: cool. Had a cigar in his mouth heart, and everything. Sure did. Yeah. He sure did. So anyways, this is the guy that I'm up against, <laughs> all right? So It this said, guy, <laughs> like,
2: forever love or I love you forever in the, the back. I still thing, have the it. The same thing that it exactly said. Exactly to yeah. the T. It's a gold little locket, and I put a picture of him inside mm-hmm. it. And, it, yes, I was about 16, yeah. and I had no other love of my life. And Lupe was my older brother, and he, he was Tony Montana. And I was the skinny, not-so-skinny, pretty chubby girl with the curly hair, and that was it. It's exactly it. And I he protected me. He saved me from bad men. He was my my soundboard, and I could be his little baby that he needed to take care of. Sometimes he blessed me financially incredibly, which I beg God I can bless him financially in that same way again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So now it's mm-hmm. my turn. I see it. Right. Like right. Lupe comes back. We 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 ha- we've been distanced. We've had some pretty difficult arguments. Some difficult conversations. You've seen it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've both had good and bad. We both had our faults. We both, um, you know, with Lupe and I, it's not one sided. It's not one person and no one caused this. It is just a, a horrible situation of Che dying that caused many emotions and strife. And, um, I made some decisions he didn't agree with and vice versa. So for a few years, there was just no Lupe and Rosie, but you saw me beg God. Yeah. You saw me just beg God and say, bring my brother back. Bring my brother back. So, boom, the moment's here. It is a Saturday. We are having fun at Juan's house. You guys probably saw it on my Instagram. We pushed each other in the pool. It was amazing because, I mean, I was in 2001, babe. It was 2001. Everyone was dropped in the pool i mean we almost threw my mom in there but she says she was on her period so we had mercy on her no way she was joking but that's that is what she told Lupa. Lupa was gonna throw her in and, and she was like no 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 i'm on my period and it was just hilarious but um no it was it was a great moment and then after we just started hanging out and what we like to do is just listen to music and reminisce about the west side and and chill and then we talk and talk and talk and talk and then we plan and plan and plan and then when you hear music and we're like dude you should record this you should record that or it was just an amazing night so i kind of sent you home yeah and then i told you i'd be home later and then i never showed up
1: no so i felt like woody in uh toy story and then, and then, I don't so, the reference. Andy over here is Rosie, and she's over here just... With pre- Buzz
0: Lightyear?
2: With Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> preparing to, <laughs>
1: with Buzz Lightyear, just because he's got a bunch of little lasers and beams and stuff like that, and makes little noises and can I fly. I never
2: thought you would have felt so, that. I thought you'd be happy for me that Lupa and, was back. And
1: I was. I was happy until I felt like, damn, all right, well, there goes... Uh, Abel and Rosie and now it's going to become all about Rosie and uh, her family again you know mm,
2: because for our, a while uh, Rosie
1: is going to have her family become number one in her heart because that was one of the issues that we yes. dealt with in the beginning of our context. relationship context
2: exactly let's give them a little context yeah. 2011 when we got married yeah. it was really really hard for me to um, let, go of your family. let go of my family I don't know what the bible verse says is that you shall leave your mother and father and cleave, cleave onto yeah. your husband the cleaving wasn't difficult for me. I held on to you and I'm never letting you go, but letting go of my family in the sense where, of course, they're always going to be in my life. I will always honor them. I'll always try and help them, but making able... The most important relationship yeah. of my life was really, really hard for Cause,
1: me because it was it was a little bit excessive, and I understand that you and your family were very close and are very close, but like, like every day after work she'd be over there at her mom's house, <laughs> you know. Uh, che would call her at two, three in the morning, uh, yep. and she'd wake up and she'd be up, up, up. Like when I
2: had just had se- said no to having sex. Yeah, exactly. Sex
1: so things like that, and then even one time we had an argument, and you, you said something along the lines like. Uh, They have never left me or I've known them forever and they're never going to leave me. And I don't know if you will. That kind of thing. That's really,
2: really how I felt. So then, you know what? Sometimes God teaches us some lessons in that he allowed me to see that maybe my family isn't 100% as dependable as I thought they were. Mm. Not that they've left me but that they have their families. And Juan, who's one of my best friends, says, well, sister, I love you with all my life, but my wife comes before you. And that taught me a lesson to be able to say, well, you know what, that my husband should come before him. Mm-hmm. Or, or when you've had some issues with your family and you notice that they will drop you, that they won't support this, that they won't be there, that, that they'll know that you're having a bad day, but they're still upset over something dumb. Yeah. So they don't text you. But who's always there?
1: Your significant other.
2: Your nuclear family. Yeah. You know your your spouse and your your kids, and you learn to appreciate them. Mm-hmm. So for a few years, um, it was and and and. Especially after Mira Quien Baila, it was like, oh, my God, Abel is the main man of my life.
1: Because we were completely gone from Mira Quien Baila. We were in Mexico, and it was literally just our nuclear family, us and our three kids.
2: So then right after that, you know, Lupe comes back, and I'm super-duper excited. And we start making business plans together because that's what the family does. We get together, and Lupe's brain, he's like a genius, and Juan and I, and we all get together. And and we're like, yes, we're going to do this business plan. So we planned all night. I text you the next morning and you're upset Mm -hmm. and I'm like I I don't understand why you're upset like
1: and honestly it was just insecurity that was going on I really didn't get it and I I know that I'm not the only one I'm not I know I'm not the only one that has ever felt like that and was I wrong? yeah I was I was probably wrong, I was because I was insecure and that that's really what it was is that you you didn't do anything you didn't say anything, you didn't uh, make me feel in any in any way shape or form as if I'm not number one in your life or you prefer your family or or you prefer tal. I
2: mean maybe I shouldn't have me. stayed home. I mean maybe shouldn't I shouldn't have, stayed have over slept over Juan's. at
1: Juan's. Yeah, but I mean. I understood that too, you know, after, after everything was said, but honestly, I was just going through insecurities and were like, dude, I want to be Rosie's number one in her life. I but want I her really... to be, rather be with me than with anybody else. But I wasn't able to, at that moment, I wasn't able to understand like, dude, she hasn't hung out with them in such a long time. But in my head, I'm like, dude, they were just in Miami with, uh, Don mm, Francisco and all right. that stuff. I'm like,
2: but that was like cheeky's. Lupé, right. my dad, and I, so and in the end, was... Lupé and I just hung out. But having Juan, Lupé, Rosie together—that's a, that's a whole that, different yeah. thing. Like the only thing that missed, that I missed deeply, was Che, and you feel that emptiness, but. Even then you feel like she's there or you listen Mm -hmm. to her music or you know that she's happy that we're together. So it's like I almost had that moment that I've wanted since we got married. My family has not been all together since you and I got married almost seven years ago or seven years ago. So I've never had that again and I've wanted it more than anything. So... I was just really, I try not to get upset at you because I'm like, dude, I thought he'd be happy for me. Yeah. me okay, I slept over at my brother's house, but I didn't, I'm not drunk. I, I didn't sleep with some boy. You know where I'm at. Like, literally, I slept on Juan's couch. Like, I don't understand what the issue is. Mm-hmm. So, well, we had an argument. I was already, I got upset that he was upset, which is the wrong thing to do, ladies. If your man is upset, if he tells you he's bothered, but he's not ready to talk about it, don't get upset because he's upset. Keep your cool. Like, really analyze and say, okay, would I be upset if Abel was at his cousin's all night. Um, if he decided to sleep at his mom's like he has a bed right here with me, you know. Yeah. We have to really really put ourselves in in, in their shoes, but I was just upset cuz you were upset without knowing what you were upset about.
1: Yeah, and of course I was upset at everything else but the actual truth, you know, in the beginning. I I was throwing out this and that. I was throwing out you should have slept at home or or why didn't you have enough time to spend with them? This and that, but I didn't get mm. down to the issue, which really was was like, dude, I, I feel insecure. What are you gonna do, man? Are you gonna go back to that old Rosie when we first got married, and you're yeah. gonna say that your family is the most important thing because you're getting it back now, and because you guys aren't gonna be as distant in in some in a different in a different way, you know? Like what's going on? And obviously, I didn't have the the capability of saying that. but No,
2: we argued for about a good hour. Yeah. Until you finally said that, and then by the time you said it. I think I grasped it, but I was so upset already, right. and I'm like, I don't even—I can't believe you just said that. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's dumb, and I didn't even acknowledge your feelings, and we only made it worse. Yeah. Um. So then we fell asleep upset, and had to talk about it the next morning. Yeah. So here we are, a day fighting over him feeling afraid of losing me,
1: and uh, we'll go over how we were able to resolve this after the break. We talk about a lot of issues here, babe, but one of the issues that we haven't talked about is the fact that you like to steal my socks. It's
0: not stealing if what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine.
1: I can't find a pair of socks to save my life. You need
0: to learn how to share. Mm. Anyway, I got the solution. It's called bombas. Really? Like bomb, 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 bomb socks. I'm telling you. They're bomb. They're awesome. And they are super comfortable, and they are really, really cute, and they have no-shows, and they have knee-highs, and they have your boring socks, which are black, and they have happy socks, which are Casey's, like pink and orange and all these colors. They even have socks for little Eli, dude. So he has little no-shows.
1: That's perfect for us then, I guess. The cotton is amazing. It's bombas.com rosie. You guys can go and get a pair today, 20% off.
0: When you use my name, R-O-S-I-E. And when they buy a pair, they donate a pair. Wow
1: this is perfect this so is perfect you can us. complain so go ho- ahead
0: and say you need socks
1: hopefully they donate them to me to i'm make gonna up for buy the socks you a group of stolen.
0: bombas for christmas that's it and father's day and every day of the year your awesome. birthday's gonna come up
1: again guys that's bombas.com slash rosie promo code is rosie r-o-s-i-e see ya welcome 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 back and
2: Baby, you're afraid of losing me? That's, like, so cute now. Like, that's all you had to say. Nah, nah. Yes, you nah, did. Oh, phrase. look at you, trying to be all cool. Nah, nah straight nah, homie. Cool. you straight. Nah. Yeah. Nah, that's not the way I like.
1: It's, um, you know what? Why I, didn't
2: you just say you were scared of losing me? I don't even Why did we it's, have to it's bicker hard. for an hour or a whole it, day? It is.
1: It's honestly hard to just, I guess there's pride involved. But it's like, yeah. You're the, you're the most important woman in my life, but it's, it's just very humbling to, to give you that much power, you know, to give anybody that much power for mm. you to say like, dude, you're so important to me that I want to be your number one. Yeah. You know, even if you are my wife, you know, it, it it's very humbling. Cause like, what if they don't feel the same way, you know? So it's that whole rejection type of a thing going on.
2: So and, I think what I understood was, oh, now that your family's back, you're going to forget that I've been there for yeah,
1: you. Yeah. That's that's what it was. You're gonna forget about me, and you're gonna forget that I've been there. And you're gonna just, I I'm not gonna matter anymore, or or my feelings aren't gonna matter anymore. Cause I mean, as much as um, as much as I I I understood that there was a difference between one of your family members calling you at two a.m. needing help with this, this or that and, and my feelings or my desires or whatever, you know, I didn't even have to be sex at, at that moment. It just had to be like, Oh, what if I needed you uh, yeah. emotionally or something? It, it, it kind of did leave a, a, a scar, you know, when that happened, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, dude, like, emotionally like she'd be more down for them mm. than for me and that's something i just got to deal with and that's something that had changed over time but then it, it was more that than anything like she's gonna be more down yeah to be there for them
2: mm-hmm. than
1: me you know? And you know
2: what once the next morning when we woke up And I had slept on it and I had really stopped being angry or Mm -hmm. bothered because you were bothered, which was the the wrong way of me reacting. I should Mm -hmm. have stayed calm. I should have really focused on your feelings. I should have seen through all the fluff of he's angry. He's bothered. He's not talking. He disappeared for a few hours. All that is fluff. What's, what's really, really going on with my husband? Yeah, I should have I remained calm. So, ladies, when, when you see your husband reacting like this, when it's out of character, when it's something, please know that it's probably him not being able to express his fear. And he's not going to come and tell you, I'm scared. Like, you have to make him feel comfortable enough yeah. to say, whatever that comes out of your mouth, baby, I'm going to be here. Just tell me what is really going on. But if you are not leaving that door open for your husband to be vulnerable with you, he's not going to be able to. So he's probably showing it in anger or silence or being standoffish or nonchalant. You really have to open that door and tell your husband, baby, anything you say, I'm going to be here, man. I'm yeah. not gonna think less of you, babe. If you if you're mad, if you're scared, if you're depressed, baby, I I won't think less of you because mm. a lot of our men are scared and they are depressed or they're sad or they're worried. They're stressed about the money. They're stressed about the kids. But they can't tell you because the first thing you're gonna be is gonna say is are you the man. You're you can't be scared. Then I'm scared. You know, like. Allow your man to be vulnerable with anyone. I mean, he can't be vulnerable with anyone. Allow him to be vulnerable with you. So I should have allowed you to be vulnerable. The next morning when I woke up, I said, you know what? I have to reassure him.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I needed.
2: I needed to remind you, you know what, babe? I, I've i learned to love you. I, my love for you is genuine. My love for you is deep. Yes, I'm glad Lupez back. Yes, I'm going to give him time. Yes, anytime he calls, I'm probably going to answer. But you're still my number one. And I didn't only say it, I made a plan to show it. Mm. So every time Lupe calls or every time there's this business plan going on, my husband's involved. It's not just Rosie, Juan, and Lupe anymore. It's Rosie and her spouse. It's Juan and his spouse to be able to say, like, hey, you know, and and maybe Lupe and his – no, I'm just kidding. Um, It's, it's, hey, babe, you know what, we're going to go do this and that. We're going to go talk to the attorney. Do you want to come? Or, you know, this is how long I'm going to be gone. Don't worry. I made sure to say, you know what? I'm not going to s- sleep over there anymore not without you. You and I are a team and we sleep together no matter what happens or how late the talk goes. Like, <clears throat> I'm going to I'm going to come home. So sometimes it's getting late and I'll text you, "Babe, it's all good. I'm coming home." Okay? I'm going to drive home. I'm going to get home. And it's not because you have me on check. It's the respect that you deserve after being scared. So I am I am taking your fear into sincere consideration and taking action to give you security. That you are my number one, and that neither Lupin or Juan or my dad nor anyone is gonna take that spot from you anymore. Mm. You have earned it. You deserve it. You you take care of it. You are number one in my heart because you you have taught me that you can hold that position, babe. I am not scared that yeah. you are my number one. I am yeah. not. It is. It used to be scary for you to be my sole only best friend. Um, Juan and Jackie are my other best friends, but uh, you're my best friend. You own my heart. It's completely other than Jesus Christ. It's yours. And I am no longer scared. You are my confidant. You are my partner. Um, you are everything that you've wanted to be. And it took us seven years to get here. But you've also taught me that I'm safe with you. Yeah. That it doesn't have to be perfect. And then we're going to have conflict. And we're not always going to agree. But that I'm safe. That my heart and my life and my friendship and my trust and my vulnerability is safe with you. Yeah. So, I don't want to risk that anymore. Mm. You know, as happy I am to have Lupe and Juan and and my family, I want it to be you. Mm. Like, you are my number one, and I love that. And I hope that I can make you feel the same, too. Like, that you're not... That I'm your number one, and that I'm going to take care of your heart. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, honestly, guys, it's just... uh, It's very humbling to say that, you know, that, that I was going through that, because you think it's like, ew, what... What's wrong with you? You know, that's her brother. Let her be with him and and stuff like that. And and it's been such a long time. And you know what? You're absolutely right. If you, if you guys were to say that it was just insecurities, but you know what the truth is, is that we all go through it. Every one of us have insecurities, whether if it's with the physical person, um, whether if it be somebody in their family or your insecurities with with that person's hobby or their, that person's job, Mm -hmm. you know, you can, you can fear not being number one in your spouse's life with anything.
2: Well, you know, for me as a life, woman, I fear sometimes that you're going to love me less. Mm-hmm. Get me? Like, I'm not as cute as I used to be. I'm not as young as I used to wow. be. I, I'm probably gaining weight. I'm probably losing uh-uh. weight. Like, I, any change that I have in my life, yeah. I have to battle with who he loved me less. You know, will he love me less if I'm not as funny? If, like, anything. And I really have to battle with that. With you, I I don't have to really compete with anything. Sometimes your ministry can take over or your hobbies. But I know you don't love them more than me. Yeah. But I I sometimes feel like he's going to love me less. Yeah, I get you. Because of my attitude. Because I've messed Mm. up one too many times. Because I've been grouchy or grumpy. What if he doesn't like me anymore? What if one day he just gets tired of me? That's one of my biggest fears. So, um... You know what, guys? I think we all have them.
1: Insecurities are going to come. And, and I, th- I don't think it's going to be the last time that I ever have an insecurity. And I'm sure Rosie's going to have insecurities in the future and things like that because things change all the time. You know, different seasons happen. But insecurities are forever going to happen. It's just about the way that you're supposed to handle them, Exactly. I think. So on my end... I was the one that was feeling insecure. I needed to convey that to my wife. One, without getting her in trouble and being mad at her and, and giving her the runaround and 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 making her beg and beg and beg and beg and fight and fight and fight until I can finally say it in an angry matter that isn't constructive towards the argument and finding a solution, I could just be honest and say, Hey, babe, you know what? Um, I just want to let you know a long time ago we did this and this happened where I, I felt like your family was more important to me and and uh, like just some insecurity started creeping in and I feel like this
2: exactly and as a wife or or as the partner that's receiving that news that's that's hearing the insecurities let them know that you do not look down on them one bit for that insecurity that they are still the hero the handsome the sexy the admirable the man of the house or the the woman of the house the spouse of the house because we all feel them so I think if if Your spouse comes to you and says, I'm scared, and you demean them, that'll probably be the last time they ever open up to you. So from the receiving end, make sure they know that they're safe with you, that your love is secure, that they can be secure in your love, and that you will help them, because it is a partner thing, overcome the security. You can't just say, well, get over Mm -hmm. it, well, trust me. Like, just believe me. It's like, no, okay, babe, I get you. Okay, if I were in your shoes, I'd feel the same. How can I help you? What yeah. if I What if I call you? What if I involve you? What if um, I, I put a limit to how much time I spend with Lupe? What if it's just once a week rather yeah. than two or three days a week, the way it used to be? That way you know, like, you come first. Baby, I'm going to go see Lupe after I've done boom, 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 boom for us. Mm-hmm. Get me? So he knows that it's a continuous process of I am showing you that you are that, that we're overcoming this insecurity together.
1: And on the other end, if they tell you that you're number one and nothing has changed and and, and obviously they still love you and it's something going on mainly in our heads for the most part sometimes, you, know, you just got to really believe them. Yeah. You have to trust your spouse and you have to believe that they have the best intentions for you and that they love you, that they sincerely love you and that they want to be with you. Just because something new comes into their life doesn't mean that you're going to be thrown out.
2: Speaking of, look, just before we end, we are assuming that the spouse is number one, babe. Mm. What if they're not? Ooh. If they're not, you got to fix that priority. Yeah, that's because so true. it is God, spouse, children. Yes. Yeah. Then your like ministry, ministry career, whatever job. Else. Yeah whatever hobbies dreams that is the order that is the godly order whether you agree or not your kids do not come from before your spouse and we have maybe we should make a podcast about that later yeah um but yes your your husband your wife comes before your mama comes yeah. before your papa comes before your friends or your brothers that is number one that is given in the word. You must leave and cleave, leave your friends, leave your mother and father. And that doesn't mean never talk to them. It just means they just moved up on the priority list. Your, your spouse did.
1: And I got to let you guys know that if in your head you're thinking right now, oh, but they don't do this, but they don't do that. It's probably because you don't have them yeah. at number one oh, that good. they're not willing to give you their number one as yeah, well. Yeah, that's good. You know? You just, you guys got to really sit down and get straight to the the point. You got to cut all the crap, no need to fight, and get to it and say, hey, you know what, babe, I don't feel like I'm your number one. I know you don't feel like I'm your number one. I want us to be.
2: We had that argument once where it's like, you're not my best friend. Well, you're not my best friend. Well, why? Well, because I'm scared to tell you stuff. Because if I tell you stuff that I would tell my best friend, you'd probably get mad. Mm -hmm. So we had to say, well, I want to be your best friend. OK, well, then I have to be able to trust you with my secrets. Yeah. So it's, it's having that conversation, honest, raw, sincere, and then coming to a solution of saying, but I, if you want to be my best friend, then let's work toward it yeah. together. And then if you want to be my partner in, in business, if you want to be my companion, if yeah. whatever it may be, um, there's different elements to, to your partner being number one. And look, this is not what I'm saying. They're not your soul, everything. Yeah. Your soul, everything is Jesus Christ. Right. And he can use different sources. He can use your children, your mama, your spouse, your teacher. He There is different sources. But
1: this is your teammate, man. Yeah. Like this is your teammate. You're uh, before
2: how, anyone else. Like Literally you're big. Jesus
1: is your coach and, and it's just you and your teammate. Against the world. And everyone
2: else is a supporting cast. Yep. So great. Have other friends, have other business partners, have other ministry partners. We're not saying that it's you and him alone.
1: And everything. No, absolutely not. Right,
2: no, but you do come before Jackie. Yeah. You do come before Juan.
1: Like, dude she like you have to live your life with your spouse being an extension of you.
2: Yeah. Not being
1: a completely different person. Like I can't be able without Rosie. And 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 Rosie, you know, can't be herself without having all the qualities that I've given her. As you guys live together, you're gonna realize that you guys become a little bit more like each other. Yeah, I've become a little bit more firm and a little bit more um, side-eyed, I guess you could say. <laughs> and Rosie has become a little bit more logical and and Kinder a little bit more, and yeah, I you know. I think
2: I'm more kind because of you. So. Anyway, so that is it. If your husband, if your spouse, if your best friend, if anyone in your life has an insecurity, let them know that you're going to help them overcome it together. Be straight
1: out too, man. Just let them know. Don't Just cut the crap. Don't have to do the runaround of the fighting, fighting, fighting until it finally comes out in an angry way. Just be very transparent. Trust me, you're not going to feel like an idiot. If you're transparent, it's going to feel and you're going to feel and you're going to regret it. When you guys fought, a lot of bad things were said about each other and you guys are both hurt and you guys are barely going to be able to solve this.
2: Okay. So can I pray for you guys? Yeah. Let me pray. If you're driving, keep your eyes open. Thank you, God, for these conversations. Thank you for emotions that help us realize the things that are going on inside of us, whether it's fear or or anger or sadness. Maybe the root is insecurity. And I call out, God, to all marriages right now, whether the spouse is listening, the wife or the husband are listening, let us hear our spouse's heart. Let us be able to hear their insecurities. Let us be able to strengthen them and help them feel secure in you and in us, in the power of us, of each other, of our love, of our union. If we are the insecure spouse, let us express it correctly. Let us tell them in a peaceful way and let us be received. Let them say, oh honey, I didn't know you felt like that. Let's work on it together. But let us remain united and I call out for healing to marriages and I call out for unity Mm -hmm. and I call out for security in each other, knowing that they can be each other's number one and they won't be destroyed and they won't be damaged and that it is a risk worth taking making your spouse your best friend making your spouse your partner doing everything with your spouse will no longer be scary because you'll be able to trust in that God will handle it all and whatever happens you will be secure in him and each other the unity of marriage is called out right now in the name of the Lord Jesus amen amen that was the power of us
1: Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next week.
0: Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move.